Good to have you back. Good to have you back. The Bill Michaels Show. Uh, we are live. We are here in uh, in La Crosse, Wisconsin, where we uh, have coming up later on tonight, we got our cigar dinner over at Celebrations. Going to have a good time there. And uh, a couple things going on this afternoon. And then uh, heading back into the uh, studios tomorrow. We were in, uh, boy, it was, it was a whirlwind. We were in Milwaukee yesterday doing the show down at uh, the North Point uh, you know, photo studio and event center right there on the Riverwalk. And tonight, don't forget, they have they have music. Uh, their music series starts. They have the acoustic jam outside. They also have music tonight, Wednesday Night Live, with Cherry Pie on the stage is back at the Bud Pavilion of the Wisconsin State Fair Park. So, um, you know, it's it, a lot of music going on uh, all throughout the state of Wisconsin, not just in uh, the Milwaukee area. And then uh, yesterday evening we were in uh, Kenosha. We were all the way down in Kenosha, right against the lake. I mean, Cortezis, I mean, you, you, you walk out their front door and you throw a stone to the east and you're going to splash it right in Lake Michigan. So we were pretty much in the lowest portion corner <laughs> to the eastern portion of the state of Wisconsin last night to about 8, 8.30. And then we crossed the state over to uh, the Minnesota side and we're here in La Crosse today and then back in Milwaukee uh, tomorrow. So kind of a whirlwind, but a lot of fun. Uh, we were sitting there listening to Jordan Love and... Uh, Some of you are noting this, and I go back to some of the things that were stated earlier today when we were talking uh, about, um, we were talking about, um, you know, people that say we're bashing Jordan Love. Okay, bashing. Um, So it it was interesting, uh, going back to Shoehorn's comments, saying it's getting tiring on the show, listening to everybody bash Jordan Love every freaking day. And, yes, I listen to you every day, but it's getting harder and harder to bash Love so much. It's not bashing. You know, he's done some good things in practice. But I don't get too high on the good stuff. And I try not to get too low on the bad stuff. But when you are not in pads, and all they're asking you to do is roll out and throw a football into, tight, into a tight window. And as you do that, one thing begins to emerge to the media, to the coaches, is that when you're on the run and you're trying to, you know, hold the football and look and get ready and, and that synapse between your mind that says, okay, go, 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 go. And you got to put it into that window because there's that window and you know where the window is going to be and you got to throw the football there and you got to be able to do it quick and concise and tight and the ball's coming out wobbling, and it's floating, and it's getting picked off. Again, it's OTAs. In the statistics, you haven't thrown a pick. You haven't thrown a touchdown. You haven't thrown for a yard. You haven't taken a snap. None of it. I get it. But it, it it's one of those things that you go, okay. Start to think, you know. I remember when Rodgers was there. I remember when Favre was there. You know, and then you start to think about the Brian Brahms of the world, the Matt Flynn's of the world, and the BJ, you know, all these different guys that have been there. And you're like, boy, didn't see Favre and Rogers do that. And if they did, they didn't do it enough to make you go, oh, yeah, Favre and Rogers did that. You know they did at some point, but it's just one of those things that throws up the red flag a little bit. And says there's some more work to be done here. You know. 
Scott says, I'm not bashing, but he says, Bill, Jordan Love is in his fourth year of training camp, and he's still throwing the wobbly ducks. That's not going away at this point. He has had more than enough reps. Uh, John says, can we at least allow Jordan Love to get starting reps with the starters and and not judge him before we want to throw him under the bus? John, here's the one thing to remember. Again, I'm giving you facts. Not throwing him under the bus. I'm giving you facts. Go back to a couple of years ago when we came out of COVID. I remember when Rodgers got it. And uh, during the COVID week, uh, he was not able to play. Jordan Love started taking the starters reps in the preparation for Kansas City. Okay, remember that? During that period of time, Rodgers ended up with what was called COVID toe. Uh, we don't know if he banged it on a coffee table or something happened. I don't know. But the toe was in pain, and he couldn't do a whole lot. So during the week, he basically took therapy on the toe. From the week seven through week 16, for the most part, Jordan Love took all the starters reps. All the starters reps. For an entire half a year. Last year, Jordan Love, after the broken thumb, was taking all the starters reps. So to say he hasn't taken starters reps in practice and worked with these guys is erroneous. That's a fact. There's no bashing there. Just giving you the fact. So it's it, you're not. It's not throwing anybody under the bus. It's just something that has become a little bit concerning. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Want to hear from you. Again, 877-867-1670. Will says, uh, when Rodgers and Favre would throw in the past, they always had the wow factor. Jordan Love doesn't. Mike says, I listen nearly every day. You have never bashed Jordan. You're taking a cautious approach, unlike some people that are crowning him a pro bowler. Mike, thank you very much. True. Um, What else do we have here for you? Jason says, Bill has had too many cigars and bourbons with Aaron. It becomes clearer and clearer. Jason, what the hell are you talking about? Please explain. Um, Brett says, if you were in Kenosha last night, how late did you get into lacrosse? Uh, I got here just about 1 a.m. Just about 1 a.m. last night we got into town. I got into town. shouldn't say we. It was me. I got into town. Just so you know. There you go. Um, what else do we have? Said, um. Thomas said, I just listened to Mark Wall discuss the players who said that 12 was a very special player in practice. Um, yeah, I, look, you know, I, we had at Super Bowl, if you remember, we had uh, um, Charles Woodson on. And Charles said he knew right away when Rodgers took over and started running the scout team that Rodgers was going to be special. He knew right then and there. You know, not happening. Yeah, they just they knew he was going to be special. Jason says because one or two wobbly throws is right up there with us laughing at Van S outworking Josh Yash the other day. 
Oh, I'm. I said it's. Look, if you're talking about Van S beating Yash Nyman in physicality, not in pads and helmets and stuff, that is a joke. If you're talking about the sheer minute ability of throwing the football on a consistent basis without wobble and without affect from a from a quarterback I'm not saying it's it's awful I'm simply saying you just didn't see that out of Favre and Rodgers I'm sure they did it at one point but you just don't see it but something that's consistent like that that writers start to kind of look I I'll tell you this okay you want honesty I saw crap passes over and over and over again out of uh, Huntley. He had arm strength. He had zip. When he was in the pocket, he could stand tall, and if he wanted to stick it over the middle or go deep, he could do it. No problem. But the one thing consistently that I saw out of him that he could never do on a, on a regular basis was throw a quick out pattern. And people started talking about, well, maybe it's the crown of the field. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's just kind of quick turning on your feet, and he couldn't set up fast enough. Um, it, 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 it was something that you consistently noticed. Jordan Love throwing wobbly passes. Okay, let's so, say he throws 30 passes in a game, two of which are wobbly. Okay. It happens. I agree with that. Doesn't make me an Aaron Rodgers lover because I never saw Aaron Rodgers really do it. He threw a couple of ducks last year, but we also know he had a bad thumb. But but if you're doing it in, in OTAs and training camp, and we've seen this before, you start to say, okay, is and he didn't got picked off yesterday. You're saying you're going back. You're really going to bring up the fact that he played great in a pro in a in a bowl game against Kent State. <laughs> really, that's where you're going. That's what you're going to bring up. Why don't here, here's the thing, Jason? Why don't you bring up the passes he threw in Kansas City? Why do you got to go back to a bowl game? Look at go look at the. I encourage you to go back and watch when he was under center, watch the passes he threw against Kansas City, even more so when he was preparing to throw passes against Detroit at the end of that season. You know? I encourage you. Go watch that. And then come back to me and say he's the exact same player he was throwing passes against Kent State. He threw great passes against Philadelphia. You know, he threw he threw great passes uh, against Philadelphia. He did not have a great game against Kansas City, didn't have a great game against Detroit, but had a really solid game against Philadelphia. In other words, I don't know what he's going to be. But I'm not basing my entire opinion off of Jordan Love on Kent State film. Okay, <laughs> let's be honest. So if you're going to make your determination and say he's going to – you give him a break, he's going to be really, really good because of what you saw against Kent State, who cares? I'm just simply saying I don't know what he's going to be. But are there some red flags there? Absolutely. Some things that I saw coming out of college? Absolutely. But do I think he's better? Yes. It's not bashing. It's not ripping. It's not coming down on him. 
But I'll tell you this right damn now. When, when Rodgers came in, you knew it. When Farr was there, you knew it. You don't know it with him. End of discussion. You just don't know. So is he going to be a good quarterback? I have no idea. No idea. Favre wasn't known for accuracy. You're right. Favre was known for guts and arm strength. That was it. Let guys go get it. 100% agree with that. Rodgers, he could throw it anywhere into a window. He could do it, and then he could do it to where you're turning around. So that that's it. So give him a shot. Absolutely. But what I'm saying is, is if – if he's average, it's not surprising me. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You want to fight for Jordan Love? Okay, let's do this. Jason, this is what we'll do right now. I will put an amount of money on the season, on whatever statistic you want to throw out there. You give it to me. You say he's going to be better than this because you saw the film against Kent State. Put your money where your mouth is. Let's do this right now. Do it right now. And then and then we'll see where your where your where your guts are and where your belief is. Don't think it's going to happen though. We're going to take a quick break. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. Of course. All our products are custom made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? We're talking about windows, right? Yes, we customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless. Even more customized than your coffee. So, you're like my personal barista for windows and doors. Exactly. And you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by August 31st, you can bundle and save big. Good deal. That was easy. Thank you. Drive through. Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com. to have you bill michael show spirited over in the live stream a lot of people butt her today it's bashing no it's not bashing i'm giving you an honest opinion and uh when uh, people say that wow you called a guy an idiot for saying he couldn't be jared goff i said did you look at goff's numbers last year do you think do you think jordan love's gonna be in the top five because that's where goff's numbers were last year top five to top seven in many statistical categories 
So, yeah, you'd have to be crazy to think that Jordan Love's going to be there. I mean, Aaron Rodgers wasn't there, and he had weaponry to go along with it his first year. you got to give him a chance. You can't put those expectations is uh, on, on Jordan Love at this point. I'm not doing that. You can't do it. You know? You can't do that. Um, th- there is – and I understand it. You know why? Because people want to know that he's going to be okay. And the Packers are going to be okay. I get that. But you can't put that kind of an expectation on Jordan Love. You can't. And, and you can't do it for two reasons. One is, I think it would be blatantly unfair. Whether he's been in the league now for four years and studying behind one of the best, is it doesn't matter. Okay? It, it just doesn't. Um, he's got to be his own quarterback. And the second thing is that if, if you – I didn't think he was that great coming out of college. So now I'm going to put the same expectations on him as I would a guy like Jared Goff who had top five to top seven statistical categories last year. No, I'm not going to do that. that that's, that's unfair to Jordan Love, okay? I think we all hope that the defense is good enough to support the offense. He shows you a lot of promise. He's consistent delivering the football, and they're able to move the chains, and they're able to score points. That's it. That's all you're looking for. Uh, and, and, again, I think also statistically speaking, it's tough to be able to say this is what I expect out of him because you don't know the other circumstances. Suppose he ends up with 20 interceptions, but 12 of them are passes that were right there on the money. It just bounced off the hands of the receiver. So you you got to uh, – you 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 gotta. I think you gotta wait for the eyeball test on Jordan Love before you start making the assumptions, and either, um, you know, um, diminishing the ability or, or building them up, you know. And I think there aren't. You know, people don't want to hear that. You know, oh my God, he threw a wobbly pass in the OTAs. And this was a great question, and and Jeff brought this up to me in an email, and he said, you know, why is it to take Lucas Van Ness and talk talk about him in the Yash Nyman situation versus a wobbly pass? What makes a difference in OTAs? Um, because what would you, what do you think is more difficult? And I'm just asking you very honestly, what is more difficult? A quarterback who is not going to be touched, not going to be hit. He's going to be on the run, guy chasing him, but he's on the run just throwing a football. No one, he's not going to be hit. He's not going down. He's not trying to wail it up as he's – it's a desperation attempt as somebody's, like, grabbing his shoulder and throwing him to the ground, okay? What is easier, rolling out and throwing a pass, knowing you're not going to be touched, knowing that your receiver is not going to be tackled? You're just throwing the football. Or if you're a guy like Lucas Van Ness – what would you make more of a big deal out of getting past Yash Nyman? Now, if he blew past Yash before he even able to, was able to even get an arm out because he's that fast, that's one thing. But they're not fully blocking. They're not in pads. They're not banging on one another. He's just got his hands out. They're kind of hand fighting right now. What would you make a bigger deal out of? And I think just the ability to throw the football should be easier 
than Josh Nyman trying to block Lucas Van Ness. Uh, th- there's there's less physicality to it, and it's something that, quite frankly, a quarterback should be able, should be able to do. You know. So, we'll see. We'll see once they start putting the pads on and going at it for real. But it's just those things to put in the back of your mind and say, okay, it's something I'm going to pay attention to, and uh, and hopefully everything gets better and it's corrected or whatever the issue is. I, I don't know. Couldn't tell you. But I know that I go back to Mike Clemens' description last year. I go back to Mike Clemens' description last year. He said that watching, you know, the OTAs and the training camp and Jordan Love and Jordan Love did a lot of really good things. You know, it just then Rodgers rolled in this veteran of 15 years, 16 years, and uh, it just looked like a high school football player gave way to an NFLer. And there's just a different zip and crispness and accurate and, you know, just a different everything, speed. So um, I'm hoping, like many of you are, I'm hoping that, you know, Jordan Love has grown. He's now that guy. He's now the guy coming in and putting the zip and the and the, the speed and, you know, the, the elevation of practice. That's That's in his repertoire now. You hope it is. Uh, 877-867-1670, If you want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Uh, let's go to Rob listening to us in Door County. Rob, how you doing, man? What's going on? Doing good, Bill. Uh, excellent show as always. I do have a statistic on Jordan Love as you requested, but to just okay. uh, set, the dom- set the domino up of- ahead of time, let's not forget – that the reason the Packers ultimately lost in the playoffs is because personality-wise, life-wise, Aaron had already separated himself from any ties he had emotionally or, uh, you know, personally to what it felt like to be a Packer and what it felt like to be a part of Wisconsin. And that has a lot to do with how the season unfolded and how you watched a team that didn't seem to be into it or playing for a quote-unquote leader. Here's my statistic on Jordan Love, which I think holds the key to this coming season and the fact that we could be witnessing a Packers team that plays with the emotionalism and the togetherness of the Miami Heat in this playoff run. And here's the statistic. As some people may know, uh, most of us up here know, Dylan got married up here a couple years ago. His girlfriend's family had been longtime Door County people. They got married up here. He loves it up here. It was in the middle of summer when there was no activity for the Packers going on, so that if anyone from the team was going to come, they had to change their short summer plans around to do so. Right. And back then, Dylan was even less of a known figure on the Packers, as you know. And so two Packers came to the wedding. One was Aaron Jones. And the other was Jordan Love. Right. And to me, that's a statistic that means something moving forward. I think we're going to see a team that's playing like there's a massive breath of fresh air that leads to togetherness like we haven't seen in years. And um, I think that, you know, uh, for lack of a better description, 
You know, personality may be different than McMahon, Jim McMahon, but he, you know, what McMahon did for the Bears' mystique, I think Love has a chance to do for the Packers' mystique just because of the way the players may well take to him. And, right. Uh, no, appreciate the phone call. Uh, you know what? Let's do this uh, because that's that's a good take, and there's something to that. And I know some people are kind of rolling their eyes, but there is something to that. And I do want to expound upon it. So, And I'm, I'm, I'm pressed against the bottom of the hour. So let's do this. We're going to hear from Matt LaFleur coming up here shortly as well. But uh, I, I want to expound upon what he had to say. Because I, I, um, uh, I, I, Rob, Rob brings up a pretty good point. And I know you may not think so, that I'm going to agree with this. But I'm going to agree with this uh, to a certain extent. So, um, yeah, uh, I want to I want to I want to get back into that when we come back. Stay tuned. Whole lot more of the Bill Michael show. We are broadcasting live out here. We are in La Crosse, Wisconsin, WKTY studios. So hang in there. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael show. It's all coming up right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Got to say thanks to our friends at the Four Seasons Island Resort. Not only are they wanting to become one of the best working destinations in the state of Wisconsin, but uh, they also stepped up big time when it came to our motorcycle ride, giving us uh, for the pre-registration prizes a weekend stay at the Four Seasons, which uh, between that and the champagne basket that was put together, uh, it's a prize valued over at six hundred over $600. So uh, thanks to them for being a part of our motorcycle ride again this year. Uh, that's taking place on Sunday, September 3rd. For all the information on the ride, go to f- uh, um, facebook.com slash run. facebook.com slash run. And uh, thanks to our friends at the Four Seasons. And if you're looking for a great getaway, especially now because the ATVs and the UTV trails are open, uh, they have fishing up there. That You can do kayaking uh, right there on the Muscano River. You can uh, play golf uh, both there and over at the Pine Mountain. Uh, resort with Timberstone, uh, the golf resort. So, so many things to do at the Four Seasons. Just a wonderful getaway, a one-tank trip here in the state of Wisconsin. Awesome stuff. And if you want to get uh, a great discount on a weekend stay or a room, call our girl Barb, 715-938-5110, 715-938-5110. That's the Four Seasons Island Resort, 715-938-5110. And tell them you heard it here, and you get 15% off of your booking it's that simple good good stuff from our friends at the four seasons island resort uh 877-867-1670 uh if you want to give us a shout please feel free to do so uh former nfl uh, mz says former nfl head coach mike martz who coached kurt warner which i know uh, he said he had high praise for Jordan Love. Said I would bet the ranch on this guy. I've never been so shocked or taken by a guy at first glance. There you go. There you go. Okay. Uh, I want to go back before we went to break. Uh, I want to go back to uh, Rob, who was uh, listening to us uh, in Door County. I want to go back to his take uh, real quick, and he talked about Jordan Love um, and. The, the 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 want factor from the guys around him. Uh, Mike Clemens talked about this last year, and we've discussed it uh, on this show. There is a group 
uh, a contingent, a feeling that from guys that really they like Jordan Love, okay? And it's not even that they think he's the best quarterback. It's They like the guy, okay? And they, you know, they have said, um, you know, kind of off the record while Aaron Rodgers was there, basically like when – when he gets his chance, meaning Jordan Love, we, we got his back. And that may be a very easy statement to make for you and for me to say, okay, what does that mean? But when you read into it, it, it means they're going to do everything they can to make sure that he's successful. They like that guy. They want him to be successful. It's not that they were done with Rodgers or didn't think Rodgers was any good or that he didn't care, uh, you know, but – there is something to be said for what you and I have t- have talked about when it came to Aaron Rodgers and the fatigue that went with you know, the drama, whatever whatever you want to label the ish as. Uh, but there 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 are guys that just like Jordan Love, and they just said, "Hey, look, when he gets his chance, we got his back." So going back to what Rob said, that guys are going to play for him, I completely agree with that. Guys will if guys like you and there's a camaraderie there, they'll bust their ass for you. You know, on they'll do it for two reasons. One, as long as you're trying and you're really kind of, you know, giving them the opportunity to be successful along with you, absolutely. The only reason they wouldn't would be is, is if they they look at you and you they, they go, okay, we've done everything we can to try to help this guy and he's just, he's just not the cat. That's when things would go awry. But what Rob said about, you know, Jordan Love and being indoctrinated to the guys around him and community and all that kind of stuff, he's not the he's now the face of the organization, but he hasn't been. But he's done a lot of things and been liked by his teammates to the point that, yeah, I agree with Rob, that there is this, we got your back, man. So uh, I'm not, I'm not going to deny that, that guys are going to – I'm not going to say try harder. But they're going to do what they they can, everything they can, to to make sure that he's successful. I I, I fully agree with that. I fully agree with that. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to chime in, you can. Um, <laughs> to the opposite side of the coin, and this is from Tom, who says, "What is going to make guys try harder for Jordan Love?" Versus Aaron Rodgers, don't all all players want to be successful, make the money, and win championships? I, yes, they all do. I guess my point is, it's not that they're going to try harder; it's just that they don't want to see him fail. They like him; they don't want to see him fail. They want to see him be successful, so they're they're going to back up their guy. You know, now what? However, you want to take it, you know. It is what it is, you know. But like I said, they they have your back until they don't. They have your back until you let them down. They have your back until they realize that they don't, they they can't, you know. Because it's a it's a it's a business, man. You know, it's a business. Guys want to win. Guys want to be successful. But if they like you, they'll invest more with you. And by that, there's I I don't know how to put it. It, it, it's very difficult to put it into words that you and I can get. 
and then translate a similar scenario to the NFL. But we all work with people, right? We all work with people. Some people we see in the hallway, we like, we respect. Hey, how you doing? Good, how you doing? What's what's going on today? How's the kids? Okay, great. Then there's other people that we walk past and we're like, eh, we, we don't even like that person, okay? They just put off a vibe. They're a jag. They make comments, whatever. There's people we don't like. Then there's people that we hang out with, we work with, we're close with, we'll go get a drink with, we'll hang with. And when you go to work with that person, you have more of a camaraderie. And you can talk to them more frank. And you can be honest with them a little bit more. Because, you know, they got your back and you got theirs. You know what I'm talking about? Does it make you a better employee overall? I don't know. But does it make you more reliable to them? Yes. Absolutely. So I I don't know how to put it to where it's going to translate to success on the field. But I think there's certain guys that kind of looked at it as there's a lot of distance between themselves and Rodgers, and they're going to go out there and try to play to Rodgers' level. But I think maybe the best way to put it is they feel like with Jordan Love they're all on the same level. They're just trying to they're just trying to get in the trenches together. You know what I mean? And maybe that makes makes more sense. I don't know. Maybe that makes more sense. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Um, so anyway, I, we've, we've gone deep, deep, deep into the weeds on all this stuff. And it wasn't something that I necessarily wanted to go way down into the weeds on, but it's, it's always a great thing. Sometimes, you know, the best parts about this program is that with, with the callers and the people on the live stream and emails, you guys take it, you guys and girls take it into a different direction, you know, than what we, what we were going to do because you have something different that interests you. And that's great. That's that's what talk radio is all about, right? That's what we're supposed to do, without a doubt. Uh, Devlin says, I think guys like Aaron Jones have Jordan Love's back because they were tired of the drama of Aaron Rodgers. It's that simple. Devlin, that's very succinct. I'll give you the succinct comment of the day. You're probably right. I don't, and again, I don't know how that translates statistically into wins and losses or success, but you're probably right. Um, <laughs> Paul says, did I really see you outside? You did. Paul, I guess, is, I, I, as a matter of fact, I don't know if it was you, Paul, or, or somebody. Um, during the last commercial break, um, here in downtown La Crosse, they have most of the parking on the streets is two-hour parking. And because I have the equipment and such, I left my uh, truck uh, in because I did some charity stuff in front of the radio station. So I had to move it. I can't leave it in the same spot for two hours, so there's a parking lot down the street. So uh, while I had, had the commercial break at the bottom of the hour, I sprinted out of here, got in the truck, ran down, parked it, was running back up the street, and somebody yells, hey, aren't you supposed to be on the air? And I'm like, yeah, just moving my truck like everybody else. I'm just moving my car because I can't leave it parked in the same spot for two hours, so I had to take it over to the lot. So. Yes, you saw me running down the street. How about that, man? There you go. Good stuff. Uh, 877-867-1670, Hit us up. We'd love to hear from you again, 877-867-1670. Hey, our friends in Franklin, Wisconsin, they have got a tremendous complex, the Franklin Baseball Complex. They have got to where the Milkmen play, the uh, sports stadium. They have got the Umbrella Bar, which is just – it's a massive umbrella. 
and it is open with music, entertainment, and beverages, and you can sit up top and look over the city and see all the ball fields down below you and maybe even off into the distance watch a Milkman game, and you can do that, or you can go over to Lux Golf Bays and you know, hit a few golf balls in that 250-yard uh, range that they have. It just what the, the whole complex is awesome. I encourage you to check it out. Go to Lux, L-U-X-E, LuxGolfBays.com. That's LuxGolfBays.com. Or just check out the Rock Sports Complex down in Franklin, Wisconsin, because you can't go wrong. So much to do. And uh, just, you can go down there, relax, and just enjoy yourself. It's Whether it's just you, uh, you want a date, kids, whatever it happens to be. There's always something to do for everybody. That's LuxGolfBays.com and the Franklin Sports Complex at the Rock Great, great stuff. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Michael Show. We continue on. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up? Feel free. Go ahead and give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, let's get back to the phone calls. Well, after the top of the hour, we will get to uh, we'll get we'll get into uh, what Matt Lafleur had to say. Let's go to Eric, listening to us in Chippewa Falls. Eric, how you doing today, man? What's going on? I'm pretty good, Bill. Thanks for taking my call here. You, I, uh, you bet. You were talking about uh, the players having Jordan Love's back, and one of the callers uh, was questioning how can they play harder. Um, you know, it, it's a tough thing. If you're, if you're paying these guys salaries, you want them to be giving it their all all the time. But it's a, it's a fact of nature that, you know, it just doesn't quite happen that way. For instance, in baseball, uh, you look at the batting averages of players overall, and then you look at the batting averages of those same players with runners in scoring position. It goes up. You would mm-hmm. like to think they would be giving it their all all the time. But, in fact, it, there are crunch times when you just bear down. Um, if you wanted a non-sports example, car dealerships. I was a car dealer for many, many years, and when it gets to close to the end of the month, it seems like all of a sudden the salespeople start coming up with their right. sales because you know, they're not going to get a paycheck if they don't, you know? Right, right. Yeah. No, I, I, I get it. Um I, I, there's a different level of focus. Appreciate the phone call. Uh, there's a level of focus. And by the way, we're going to be in Chippewa Falls in, uh, in August. So if you're a cigar smoker, uh, check that out. Cause I know it's going to hit the quick spirits site soon. So just an FYI, we're going to be at Chippewa Falls in the, uh, Wissota High Shore Supper Club, uh, for one of our cigar dinners. But, um, going back to that point, there can be a different level of, of focus or, you know, like Aaron Rodgers had, he hung out with Jordy Nelson, him and Jordy, they rode to work together. They talked together. They, they had that, that relationship, you know, where he could just look at him and he, he looked at, you know, Aaron and they just knew, knew where to go, what to do, when maybe that's something that's developing between Jordan Love and Romeo Dobbs, you know, because Dobbs has been more available. He's worked with Romeo Dobbs a little bit more. Um, so maybe he gets to that. Maybe there's that type of relationship. I, I can't explain it, 
But, you know, certain things just happen. There's a chemistry. There's a there's an ability. There's a familiarity. There's, I, I don't know, there's a will. There's a want to, whatever. It just it, it becomes more prevalent in that case. So I can understand that. Uh, let's go to Eric listening to us right here in lacrosse. Eric, how you doing, man? What's going on? Well, I just got off the golf course at Forest Hills, and I caught a little lunch, and I listened to your show, and I, excellent. I'm amused by all of the, uh, all of the Packer fans that are so keyed in on Jordan Love because um, uh, they're forgetting there's over 50 other guys on this team, and there's all kinds of things that happen uh, with uh, penalties and bad kicks and bad snaps and drop mm-hmm. balls and fumbles and I. Uh, injuries, and no matter what happens with Jordan Love, the vast majority of what's going to happen on the football field, I don't think is going to be about him. Um, I I would tend to agree to a certain extent. I mean, let's be honest. It's a quarterback-driven league, and we use that term for a reason, and that's the reason the quarterbacks are the highest-paid players on most teams. Um, but, no, you're right. I mean, you, you look at some of the past, the most recent playoff games. You know, you had a fumble by Aaron Jones, and that dictated the the, the terms then after. Uh, you had a fumble by Mercedes Lewis in the NFC Championship game. You had uh, uh, in uh, the or in excuse me in the game against uh, uh, San Francisco. Um, yeah, I mean things like that can turn the tide of a game. You obviously the defense is going to play a big factor in all of this. Uh, and you're right when you talk about you know wide receivers and such or tight ends, guys coming out of the backfield you know, stopping drives because they drop a third down pass on third and two. Many of those things are going to be indicators as to how the season will go. But as we all know, in a quarterback driven league, the engine, the ignition, the key to start it all, the driver of the car, if you will, is the quarterback. And that's the reason there's so much attention paid to him. And, uh, and, and I appreciate the phone call because on one hand, you bring up an exact point that it is, it is probably the most ultimate team sport there is. However, what you notice more than anything is teams that don't have a legit or above-average quarterback aren't usually considered teams that are going to go too deep in the season. Correct? Now, those teams could be rebuilding. Those teams could be you know, just trying to put pieces around a quarterback that they just received. You know, you look at a team like Carolina, they feel like they're going to be ready to fly in a couple of years with Bryce Young. Uh, you look at the same thing with down in Houston now, you know, um, where they finally got their guy. Uh, you, you look at what Chicago's been trying to do around Justin Fields. Uh, but then you look at what a difference it makes. So just take, for example, a team like Cincinnati. They're, they're okay. Marvin Lewis put him in the postseason, but he couldn't get a postseason win. And then along comes Joe Burrow, a guy that knows how to win. And – they put a couple of pieces around him and T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. Defense has always been decent, not great. I mean, hell, they won they won games with Andy Dalton, for gosh sakes, right? But you get Joe Burrow, and suddenly things change. You get Patrick Mahomes, suddenly things change. You get Josh Allen, things become believable. You get Tua, when he's not concussed or ailing, things become much, much better in, in Miami. You know, uh, And let's be honest, I mean – they believe in New York. They're ready to win a Super Bowl because they picked up a quarterback. So as much as you're, you're 100% correct, it is the ultimate team sport. It's also the focus is, always has been, and always will be on the quarterback because they're the ones that handle the ball the majority of the time.
And that's the reason there's so much focus on Jordan Love. 877-867-1670. After the top of the hour, we're going to hear from Matt LaFleur. I know we were going to, you know, hear from him at the bottom of this past hour, but we got into a great discussion, so I wanted to keep that going. So we'll get into that uh, coming up after the top of the hour, and we'll uh, we'll expound upon that. Uh, don't forget, Brewers back at it again tonight. Walk-off win last night. Weimer uh, drives in uh, Metasario. And next thing you know, the Brewers get a win and something that they haven't done uh, since Moses was a baby, right? The Brewers are 33-0 and when leading or 27-0 and or tied and 6-0 and after eight innings. They were tied 3-3 to after eight innings last night, and they beat the Orioles 4-3 to in 10. So if the Brewers are right there leading or tied at the end of ballgames, most likely they're going to win a game. It's when they're trailing after seven that the door almost slams shut in their face. So you just kind of keep one of those statistics. And Mike Vassallo with uh, the, the PR staff um, uh, of the Brewers put that out a little bit earlier today. Just to kind of reiterate the fact that, hey, if this team's, this team's leading or tied after eight innings, they got a legitimate shot at winning. And uh, they, they kept that uh, alive again last night. So there you go. Scott says you couldn't get Grant Bills to go move your truck. <laughs> I don't have Grant do that. Grant's doing his own thing, man. He's prepping his show. Grant's down the hall, man. <laughs> we got another hour yet to go. Great stuff. Great discussion today. Great discussion today. I love it. I love these types of days. Hang in there. We got a lot more to get to. <laughs> we got more coming up right after this.